jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender with Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Welcome back, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my guest tonight is an actor you know from Harold and Kumar House and Designated Survivor. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Cal Penn. Nice to see you again. How are you, sir? Nice to see I'm you. I'm doing fine. I want to know how you're doing because in two weeks, you're going to be hosting The Daily Show for a week. I am. And how are you feeling about that? I know. That's a fun gig. It's a, it's a, it is a dream job. I can't even believe that I'm sitting here with you, of all people, getting to talk about it. So what you would want to do, you're not just guesting. You'd be like, you know, I'm in. I'm guesting. Look, look. I know you're supposed to be... I'm looking. I have spent spent my career being humble and putting my head down and all of that. Now I'm like, this is a job I want. (laughs) I I want people to know I want the job. Yes, I would obviously... It's an incredible opportunity. I'm just excited to guest host. But if offered the permanent gig, of course I would take it. It would be a dream dream job. Have you talked to to any of the... uh... (laughs) Have you you sought any advice from uh, any one of the previous hosts? Well, I uh, I ran into John Stewart at a Knicks game a couple of weeks ago, That's and I it. did ask him. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Hey, so I'm guest hosting. Any advice?" And he said to me, "What was one of the the greatest things and a testament testament to how loved that show is?" First, he said, "Just be yourself and and have fun." Sure. And then he spent the rest of the time talking about how incredible the showrunner and the writers and the crew and that whole team are, sure. which really shows you like a love for the franchise that made me even more excited. But now that you asked me that question, I should ask you for advice. Since you're Don't the ask pro. me. I auditioned for that show in 1999, and they gave it to John Stewart. <laughs> okay, because I worked for yeah. Craig Kilburn. I was right. I was there. Yeah. I was there before John. Yeah. For the record, I was there first. I licked that donut, <laughs> and they wiped it off and gave it to John. <laughs> so advice, I think that's good advice. Yeah, just be yourself. Yeah. Have a lot of fun. The writers and the producers over there are amazing. Yeah. And I have Jen Flans, the executive yeah, yeah. showrunner. She's incredible. You'll you'll be great. Just. Talk about the things you actually want to talk about. Yes. Th- Don't this fake is it, baby. What I, there's no faking it. I'm, I, I grew up on that show. I'm a big fan of satire and comedy, grew obviously. Up on that show? Grew, meaning it came out when I was, like, late high school, early college. Okay. Not, I wasn't seven years Just old when it came sure. out. I'm not that young. How, uh, how little I like you. I want to figure right, out No, this sure. Is. This is going so poorly already. <laughs> yes. I, uh, no, but, you know, I, 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 my background is comedy. That's always my first love. And then mm. having had the chance to take a sabbatical and work in politics, I'd love to be able to merge those two together yeah. in a fun comedy You've show. got a crazy CV in that regard. So for the people who, who don't know, yeah. you were already known as a popular actor. And then you went and worked for the Obama White House. How long were you there? Uh, I was there for about two and a half years. That's a good chunk. Yeah, was a, that's a good chunk. Thank you. Thank you. What was that... What was that transition like for you? Uh, well, there were some learning curves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember probably my third day at the White House, I was 
CC'd on a, a big email chain with the National Security Council. And in government, everything is uh, spelled out and then it's acronyms for the rest of the email. Mm-hmm. And I learned this the hard way. The, the, the email said, Cal, we need you to know about the Moro Islamic Liberation Front. And then in parentheses, it just said MILF. <laughs> it's a true story. And the rest of the email said things like, MILF is considered highly dangerous. MILF recruits young men. (laughs) Many young men will grow to regret their affiliation with MILF over time. (laughs) And without thinking, I just, I thought this was the greatest thing in the world, obviously. I hit reply all, and I wrote something like, their main terror group are the MILFs. Amazing. (laughs) And as soon as I hit send, I was like, no, this is not a writer's room. (laughs) This is the National Security Council. Take it back. Nobody had my back. There, There was silence on this email chain. In the hallway, people were like, Yo, that was so funny. That was really, that was a really good bit. But not on record. But not, not on, on record, the record. Baby. Not on the record. Nothing that can so be subpoenaed. There was a learning curve, but I do feel like maybe well, that prepped me for this coming couple of weeks. We have to take a quick break, but stick around. We'll be right back with more Cal Penn, everybody. <laughs> Here with the host of Getting Warm with Cal Penn. Cal Penn. You know, you, you host a docuseries right now called Getting Warmer with Cal Penn, and it's about the climate crisis. Yeah. What have you learned? Because I assume you must have been fairly informed about this before. What have you learned that, that surprised even you as you were as you were doing this series? Yeah, so so this show is mostly about climate solutions, which is great. So it's not oh, the doom nice. and gloom thing. It's really who's doing things right, advocates and businesses and things like that. What surprised me was a lot of people who finance the clean energy stuff, whether it's solar panels, whether it's clean tech or, or innovation in this space, mm-hmm. are some of the folks who, uh, at least on paper, kind of attack those innovations, but they know that it's profitable. They know that this is the right direction for our planet and for business, and they know that it's possible to have both. And so that was kind of eye-opening, and I I actually didn't think it was... There was one way of looking at it that was like, wow, what a bummer. But then the other way of looking at it was like, this is great that things are on the right track, right? That despite all of the, like, cable news nonsense, that people are still doing the right thing. That's an interesting thing about... uh, uh responses to the climate crisis and and, uh, sustainable energy is that in a lot of red states, there's stealth sustainable energy being built up. I'm from South Carolina. It does get much redder from South Carolina. But every time I fly back home, out of the airport, every warehouse, every manufacturing building, all the roofs are are covered with solar panels because it's profitable now. It actually helps. Well, um, you worked, you know, as you said, for a couple of years at the Obama administration. Did you ever work on climate issues then? I worked, uh, I, I worked on youth outreach primarily, and, and there, was, uh, there were a couple times where that touched on climate. I remember helping put together a big summit for, uh, for young people on, on climate change, and uh, that was probably the first time I saw how, you know, there were young progressives that we invited, but also young evangelical conservative Christians for whom climate was a big issue, they might have disagreed with Obama on 99% of other things, and their view on climate was God put us here to take care of the planet. So whatever gets you to the table, that was kind of inspiring to see how people can work together on, on an issue like that. So that was one of the, one of the nice pluses there. Yeah. When you were... When you, know, when, you, when you were in the White House, did it ever occur to you, hey, maybe I could be a politician? 
Did you think, like, I could, I could run for office? Where's home, by the way? Where's home? Uh, uh, home is New Jersey. I, okay. Uh, you ever yeah. think about... Thank you. That's right. You ever think of running to represent you know, some part uh, look, of the Garden I, State? I, I was very proud of the work that I did during my sabbatical in the, in the White House. Mm-hmm. And you're welcome for the Affordable Care Act and the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't That tell. was you, right? That was all... That was single-handedly all, all me. No, I mean, like... Wow. Being a, being a tiny part of all of those things was, was wonderful and obviously feels great. But I gotta be honest... Uh, being the host of The Daily Show permanently would just pay way more <laughs> than running for office. Exactly. So I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Running yeah. for office you pays know, so. very little at all. <laughs> right. Um, I can't let you go without asking something uh, about something that you were involved with last week. Um, let me see if I get this photo right here. Oh, man. This is, I'm going to show this photo right oh, here. Oh, yeah. So here's this photo. Yeah. It's a little bit confusing when you look at it. That's, that's you down here. <laughs> and this is in the metaverse, yes? Yes. Okay. This is an event that was sponsored by Taco Bell, and it was the Taco Bell Metaverse Wedding. What was this, and what was your role? This also pays more than running for office. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's true. Daddy, don't do this for free. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love tacos. Taco Bell reached out and said, we're doing, we're literally doing a wedding in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, will you MC it? And, uh, MC or like, no, the I didn't officiate. The, you did the not couple, officiate. No, the couple had someone much closer to them who officiated. Okay. But I basically hosted and emceed it. I thought it was kind of amazing. I mean, first of all, anytime somebody's getting married, the, the idea of celebrating their love was great. But I love tacos, and it was just a weird, fun thing to do, honestly. A Talking metaverse wedding. a lot about wedding? this tacos. You used to talk about you love tacos a lot. I do, well, and the, yeah, I do love tacos a lot, and, and money. <laughs> They both fold. They both fold. And very love, nicely. and love, and, and love, love, obviously. And love. You yes. lead with the love. Love is often yes. called the taco yes. of emotions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice to see you. Thanks, man. Get warmer with Cal Penn. He's streaming on Bloomberg Television, and he's hosting The Daily Show March, March 13th. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. CBS Friday and streaming on Paramount+. Cal Fire's coming to you! Don't miss TV's hottest show, Fire Country. This is a high-complexity rescue with a low chance of success. Follow the rules. Can you shave another day off your sentence? Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else. You're not an inmate. You're a firefighter. Bring it on. Fire Country. New episode Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and now streaming on Paramount+. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts.